0: Light heavyweight prospect Ty Flores. What's going on, Ty? How's life for you right now? Going good,
1: man. Fighting here a week, eight days. So, on the weight cut, but just hanging out. You know, nothing crazy.
0: The last time we saw you in action was May of 2019. Why have you been sitting on the sidelines for so long?
1: Uh, tough to get a fight, man. It's a pretty shallow weight class. And then, uh,. I'm on a fight fight streak, so it's really uh it's really, really tough to get matchups, you know. A lot of guys, you know I've had guys like be forced into it where it's like they say they'll want to, but then it's like they're turning it down. I've seen like screenshots of text and stuff. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of guys just kinda want that padded record. They don't really want the, the tough fight, so which is fine.
0: Throughout that time you've had a lot of fights being discussed, but it just never came through.
1: Yeah, I think I had five fights this year follow wow. fall through. I think it was literally like every single month this year. I was supposed to uh, to fight somebody and like some something happened and then you know, then the contender series and everything got pushed back. Like we were supposed to fight June and then it got pushed back to, to August. So it's been yeah, it's been a roller coaster for sure.
0: Wow. So it must have been very frustrating where a lot of these guys is just don't want to fight nobody. When you need to fight to like move up to the next level.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's super annoying, you know? Like, I come from the Midwest where, like, a lot of guys will just, like, take any fight, you know? And it's, like, I feel like that's kind of stupid, you know? To some point, like, you need to have somebody that's, like, hey, you know, don't be fighting tomato cans the entire time, but, like, you got to fight it, you know? Don't be saying yes to everybody either, but then, you know, then you get some guys that, like, just don't ever want to say yes to anything, so, like, you need a good mix between the two, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been, like, super frustrating. You know, I've trained the whole time and gotten a lot better, but, uh actually getting something on the books it's been you know it's been terrible I and mean, i was ready to go all year you know anything short notice I was even looking to do heavyweight i didn't care but you know who knows
0: well you know the contender series now is a big blessing for you because it's coming up in in less than two weeks and man you're riding a 5-5 five, five win streak that's a positive man what do you think you know what do you think has clicked for you throughout that time
1: uh you know it's funny so like i I, got, I kicked this off, and then I had knee surgery. I had, like, a reoccurring injury on my knee. And uh, I think it was just kind of like I – I don't know, something clicked. You know what I mean? Like, I, I couldn't train, and then make, maybe that was it, just to be simple. Like, I couldn't train, and then I really wanted to and whatever it was. But I had knee surgery in November 2017, mm-hmm. and, like, I told them I wanted to fight by May, and, like, they thought that was crazy. Uh, but I fought in May, and then I fought in June, and then I fought again in November, so it was like three times in a year. But, like, I hit my recovery just like a champ, you know, and just like it's new fire kind of lit up. And then since then, I've won four more fights, you know, and it's been great. I mean, the year off actually has been really good. I was actually a little worried about ring rust, like, at the end of last year. i are getting around that six-month mark, but uh, I actually feel better than I do, you know, six months ago, just from the improvements I made and everything. Like, quarantine was actually a, it's a good thing for me. Training was.
0: Yeah, you know, with the training, you said that you you made a lot of improvements. Where do you feel like you made the most improvements?
1: Uh, I would say like the striking and the footwork. You know, like it was really just a mental thing. Like I always, you know, I know I've got. I mean, even the wrestling. If you look at my last fight, I think the first couple shots were kind of bad and like just not setting things up. And like I just, I think it was just a mental thing. Maybe. Uh, you know, I knew if I could fight the way in the gym, that uh, you know, if I could fight in the cage the way I do in the gym, you know, I I could beat anybody um and i just kind of made those adjustments i think like you know it's just been so much sparring i think in the past year and just like going through the headspace like i wasn't really a fast starter and i think like that was the number one thing i worked on just fixing that you know not coming out of the gate super slow um and then just being in the right headspace you know it's just been like a mentality shift and everything's just felt uh, it's felt a lot smoother you know it,
0: you competed for Shamrock FC predominantly, you know, how has fighting for that promotion molded you throughout the years?
1: Uh, it's been good. You know, I had a close relationship with Jesse and Rob. Um, you know, they run a pretty tight ship. It's, uh, production value's good. Everything runs, you know, very well. Um, and they give me tough matchups too. You know, I, I fought it, you know, while I was fighting for them, I fought for LFA a little bit. So I got to, you know, fight out of town, fight some hometown guys in their hometown. Um, but it's been good you know I, I always ask for like the tough fights you know like i said I, I fought ufc vets there you know eric murray was on a good little streak when i fought him um so it's been good you know what i mean it's uh you know they wanted to build me up of course but uh you know they're giving me good matchups
0: you got dustin jacoby coming up he's another guy in colorado what are your thoughts on him and what he brings to the table
1: uh you know, it's actually funny so he's, he's from colorado but i think he like, went to school somewhere in Illinois. So, yeah. he actually trained at, a, I trained at Finney's. Um, and he actually trained at Finney's, I think, back in the day. So, it's kind of funny. And now we're both here. Uh, I mean, he's good, man. He's a veteran. He's fought. Uh, I don't know if anybody's been on the contender series where they fought uh, the amount of promotions. You know, I don't know if there's ever been a UFC vet. He's fought, uh, I think, Bellator. And I think a couple other promotions, too. And obviously, Glory. Uh, I mean, his striking's good. You know, it's, it's not anything I haven't seen before, especially, you know, the training partners that I have. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think he's on, like, definitely the back nine of his career. And it's uh, it's kind of weird. He's trying to do MMA again. I don't know what was going on with kickboxing. I don't really uh, follow it too much. Uh, but, I mean, it's a different ballgame. You know, he fought the UFC, like, 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, things have definitely changed a lot since then. You know, the game has changed. I mean, the, I, mean I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. I think he knows what I want to do, and I know what he wants to do. I mean, there's going to be no secrets, so.
0: Now, with the training, you know, and, and, of course, Jacoby is a striker. Who have you been working with at Team Elevation to to get prepared for him?
1: So, obviously, you know, we work with the big guys. Like, I've helped Curtis and Alistair out with their camps. You know, I, I stay with Alistair. He, uh... When he has fights, he stays up at uh, St. Mary's Glacier. It's outside of Denver and Idaho Springs, like eleven thousand feet. Um, he went by I stayed with him before the wall fights, um, and I'm actually gonna go out there next weekend. It's I don't want to get readjusted to the elevation. It's literally like twice as uh, twice as tall as Denver up there, so I don't want to get re, you know have to get mm-hmm. reacclimated before. But uh, working with him a lot, I mean, he's such a veteran man. Just hearing things he has to say, him watching my rounds, he's just he's good for everybody. Um, but I've been working a lot with, uh, like Nick Rorick. He's the next UFC vet. He's, he's real good. Um, Zach Paga. He also, uh, he's making his pro debut actually for LFA this Friday. Um, and then the big one is, uh, Anthony Adams. He's one of our guys. He's actually on the contender series. I think the, the first of September, mm-hmm. I want to say he's a, he's an 85er and he's just, man, like he's, I'd say he's probably the most skilled guy in our team that's not in the UFC. I mean, he's a stud. I mean, just striking is just phenomenal. Uh, wrestling, great. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is just awesome. You know, if you can get him down, you can't hold him down. Um, but working with him has been just improving my game. I mean, every single practice. So, with those three guys, it's been great. Like I said, especially with Anthony Adams, he's he's a talent, man. He's, he's something special.
0: Yeah, you know, you mentioned Alistair. You know, one of the probably the best uh, strikers to ever put on four ounce gloves. And and you're facing a striker. There's nobody else better to kind of critique right and give you tips yeah. on a striker from one of the best strikers ever yeah
1: no for sure and he does even when it gets kind of annoying where it's like <laughs> i to tell you this i'll tell you that and it's just like you can't really argue with him you know what i mean sure. it's like you want to come up with an excuse for something you know what i mean but it's uh it's good man he, he's a good guy we, we we joke around a lot and give each other a lot of shit but yeah it's, it's been good to be around him for sure I mean, he, the whole room levels up you know what i mean not just for mm-hmm. me it's just like having that guy in there
0: yeah you you have a broad spectrum of uh training partners you got adams and you got Alistair, then you got curtis which are totally different styles right it's just there's nothing you're really you can't prepare for
1: no i mean it's it's great we have everything we need you know it's uh it's cool so like with curtis you have the best wrestler in the heavyweight division with Alistair, you have the best striker but i mean if you watch their recent fights i mean Alistair's wrestling is good man Alistair's sure. wrestling has gotten really good especially from the clinch and like when he gets on top of guys like guys just don't get up you know i mean his hips and are just so heavy and then you have curtis too obviously we know he's a good wrestler but uh his strikings look really really good you know what i mean we all know how hard curtis is hit and then uh we knocked out jds like none of us were surprised but if you see his evolution you know it was great like they both like gotten so much better from each other and uh yeah i mean with tons of other guys too like we had during quarantine like we had a. Uh, towards the end when we were allowed to train and stuff. We had, like, a solid group of light heavyweights and uh, heavyweights, so it's been uh, it's been great, man.
0: So how do you uh, visualize this fight playing out? How do you visualize your contract-winning performance? Uh, I mean, you know Dana wants
1: to finish. I want to finish too. I just want to go out there, and I just want to impose my will. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's good. He's a veteran, but he, he's a bit older. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, like, the younger, hungrier guy. Um, he's just kind of, like, doing this. I don't know if it's because he... I don't know. I haven't really looked too much into his record. I don't I don't know what's going on with Glory, if he's just kind of doing this on a whim. But, like, I mean, I think they kind of toss him to the wolves with that. You know what I mean? Like this wrestler versus striker kind of thing. Um, I'm just going to go out there, and I'm going to take the center. And then I don't think that he's going to be able to defend my takedowns. You know what I mean? I mean, he – I watched his uh, last MMA fight. Um, the King of Sparta won. And I, it was just kind of boring. You know what I mean? I mean, he fought Cody East, who just didn't really look that athletic, and he just kind of stood there, and, like, that's not going to be me. I mean, I can go hard now for five whole rounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can wrestle for five rounds. Like, I feel – I don't think he's going to be able to put up with my pressure. You know, I know I hit hard, especially when we get on the ground. You know, the last guy I fought, I broke his jaw. So, you know, like I said, I mean, he's old. He's had a lot of battles. You know what I mean? Like, all respect to him. Um, but – when it comes to that contract, I'm gonna have to break
0: him. All right, one last thing before I let you go. You know, there's so many different types of competitors in in this sport. Um, when you think of yourself, do you feel like you're more of a, a martial artist or a, a prize fighter at this point in your career? Um,
1: I would say definitely more of a fighter. You know what I mean? I mean, it just is what it is. Like I, I love being alpha and doing manly things and you know i've said that forever you know it's kind of what draws me to the fighting and like i want to go out there i'm not scared to bleed i'm not scared to make the other guy bleed you know you got to have like that martial arts respect you know what i mean like before the fight i'll be respectful you know after the fight of course i'll be respectful like there's a it's kind of a douchey thing if you're not respectful after a fight you know like those guys suck. but uh you know during the fight and going into it, like my mentality is like i i want to break him. Like, there's not a lot of guys with that mentality anymore. You know what I mean? Like, the Robbie Wallers, you know, guys like that. Like, I think people forget that, like, it's a fight. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I talk to my teammates and they're like, so into their diets and so into the training or this and that. It's like, dude, it's a fucking fight.
0: <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, or the strength and conditioning is so important that it is or that. And it's like, sure. But at the end of the day, it's a fight. Like, this is what separates us from other sports. So, like, you know, I'm going in there and, you know, I'm going to impose my will. And I'm definitely going to break mentally. You know, let's see if I can break them
0: physically too. When you see fighters uh hugging each other during the fight, you know, and like, you know, high fiving each other, d- is that kind of weird? Do you think you would yeah. ever be doing something like that?
1: I actually I have before with. Uh, I oh, you like, have. Bach, okay. yeah. We had like a crazy fight where it was like, mm-hmm. man, I was like super proud of it. That's how I knew. I mean, there's been a couple times in my fights mm-hmm. where like I knew, like I know I'm tough. You know what I mean? Um and I kind of hate those reminders. Like, I had one fight where uh, they kicked off my win streak where my kneecap slid to the side of my knee. Oh, I still nice. finished the fight and I finished the guy and mm-hmm. I won. But, like, that's how I knew I was done. But the fight with Baknavik, it was like, if you watch like a minute or two in, I think I accidentally poked him in the eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was when I was still cutting 85. So I cut from like 228 to 185. And so we had like a little break and I was like, dude, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm like gassed already in the first round because mm-hmm. of all that weight. But like, if you watch the fight, like it's super high volume, like we never stop, and it was just like a battle, like we're both bleeding and everywhere. So yeah, before the third round, you know, we hugged it out, like it was cool, like, you know what I mean. But then we went right back to beating the shit out of each other, mm. you know what I mean. It's just like that mm. kind of like fighter switch, you know what I mean. It's like, mm. you know, we can be beating the hell out of each other, trying to break each other's jaws, but as soon as that horn goes off, it's like, you know,
0: it's all cool, it's
1: all good. You know, I feel like that's the, uh, you know, it's it's that mentality, you know what I mean. Like it's a control aggression.
0: All right, well, August 4th, man, Contender Series, Las Vegas. This is going to be a crazy matchup. I feel like this stylistically, it works out well, even though it's, a, you know, like a striker versus wrestler, you know, label that they have for it. But I I don't know, man. It's just something about you guys that uh, the where you guys are at in your careers. It's just going to be a, a crazy, crazy battle.
1: Yeah, I mean, he wants to come back in MMA. And like, this is my big break for the big show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since he, I mean, yeah, I guess he fought MMA last year, but, like, that was, like, he jabbed the whole time, you know what I mean, he didn't even do anything, it's like, this is, uh, I'm gonna wrestle him, I'm gonna put him on his back, he knows exactly what's coming, and I'm not afraid to strike with him either, like, I know I hit hard, I've been training with good strikers, so, I mean, there's gonna be blood for sure, Uh, probably some of mine, probably some of his, and, uh, it's really just gonna be... Whoever is more mentally tough, like, you, better knock me out because I'm not going to stop coming. You know what I mean? I, I will drag him to the mat if I have to. You know, I'll beat him up standing, but, like, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, this is uh, – I'm way more hungry than he is. Like, he, he's kind of had his thing. He got to the UFC. He had his whole thing with glory. But, like, this, this is my shot. This is everything I've been working for, so –